Hey, Blair. Hi. <laughs> hey. Remember that time we debuted a podcast like two months earlier than we really wanted to? And, oh, uh, man. Do yeah. it. Yeah. And then uh, Moot, Kimmy, and Otis, the hosts Love of those guys. Morning Show, 94.9 yeah. The Bull, were so nice yeah. to bring me on their morning show. We had our digital launch with our little Kremlins, mm-hmm. Glow FM fan club members. A uh, big Zoom party, and we released our first episode on August 22nd. And then on the 24th, they were nice enough to bring me up to iHeart Studios and interview me wow. about how the the pandemonium. That's so great, so supportive, and also you have a fantastic memory. I yeah? Don't, yeah. You don't remember any of that? No. Oh, because honestly, you never heard the interview, did you? Well, now, refresh my memory. Because <laughs> I think you were out of town like doing hooker business. For your Richard, band, you need to clarify. Blair Crimmins and the Blair Crimmins and the Hookers is my hooker band. Business. Yes. Yeah, so I think <laughs> you missed out on this. So this will be nice. Today we're going to do a Throwback Thursday. I am so excited to hear some new content. But it was so nice of them to have their support. Yeah, and they're uh, great people. I want to go back to that memory on uh-huh. August twenty fourth right. and just relive that with you right now. It's Throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. It's Davi the Scapegoat with host of Moot, Kimmy, and Otis on 94.9 The Bull. Davi Cribbins in oh the studio. I'm just so excited to be the here The legend, with you the GOAT. Yes, just launched will. brand new podcast, Davi the Scapegoat, um, and it is crushing, crushing charts right now. It's doing okay. It's kind of blowing my mind. I didn't even know anything about these charts, but everybody's sending me updates, and they're like, girl, you're in the top 50. Girl, it's, you're in the top wow, 30. That's so great. Girl. I'm sure you've had a moment where you're like, does anybody care? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, people care. That's yeah. does. That's it so has. Cool. The social media has been pretty bananas for the last couple months, mm. and, uh, and then this was just a little bit cherry on top of that affirmation cake, if well, you will. It's, it's one of those things like starting a, a podcast or anything, or it's like your first tweet. Do you remember the first time you tweeted and you're like, well, I guess that's out there. <laughs> so I, throw me a like, maybe. Like, yeah, is anybody going to like it? Like, oh, I got a like, I got a like, I got a like. I got like got one. Yes. Who got a follower? And it's um, for me. <laughs> I liked my own tweets for a I long time. I retweeted myself. You still like your own tweets. It pops up on my timeline. Oh, I do? Yes. Oh, then that's like, you out. That's a hell Don't of a, do that. A hell of a marketing strategy then if it, it pops up on work. your timeline. It seems Just, to yeah. work. Keep liking stuff. Um, it's so cool. I'm so proud of you for launching this podcast. Um, what I love about it is, one, you're funny, and two, you're an incredibly calm storyteller <laughs> of what you've been through in terms of transitioning from radio. I know we've all been in this room, uh, various points of let go, fired, uh, quit things in terms of radio, and uh, just such a cool thing. So just explain to people the premise, because that's what I found. And I look, I've known you. We've been talking, and you've been in the studio, and we've taped some things before. But I, people would ask me, hey, what's Davi's project? What's I'm like, happening? I'm like, <laughs> it, like, in true artist form, all I know is she's doing something, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Well, at first, it was just me hanging out with some of my favorite people. And, you know, you invited me out here to iHeart and I had Dedrick over, over to my studio and we were just kind of like shooting the crap and like hanging out. And I thought, let's turn the microphone on. I had no idea it was going to turn into this. And that's what's so exciting is I was like, I really don't know what I'm doing, but I feel like people will maybe be forgiving of that initially because we're just having so much fun. And it was just a way to stay in a positive atmosphere after I had just been let go of my job. And it was such a bummer. 
uh, to not get to say goodbye to everybody. So I think that's what was really, really affecting me then. Mm, yeah. And I just, my friends are coming over and I call them my comfort humans. Like I want to put a little vest on them and I wish they could come with me it's everywhere and on flights on and whatnot. And yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's such a strange thing in the business we're in that you never get to say goodbye, especially to like your listeners and people that you, you love. Friends. You talk to you every talk day. To. Yeah. Your friends at work. It, they walk you out like you're a criminal yep. with a box behind you. Or, yeah. Well, or we'll I, send you your stuff. I didn't even get that. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to... My my little moment. I'd always seen it in movies. Yeah. You get the little box, you carry your crap out. Who's coming with me? <laughs> all right. I'm, all right. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> I wasn't going to Jerry Maguire the situation. I just wanted that moment, but I yeah. didn't get it. Um, well, and we talk about all that on the podcast. Yeah, but I'll say this. I, uh, I also didn't get that moment. I got a phone call during like the COVID era, they're like, well, we didn't want to bring you all the way in here. Oh. So. <laughs> oh, thanks for thinking of my feelings. You didn't risk my life <laughs> while you absolutely destroyed it. Right. <laughs> and, and also, it, like if you get let go over Zoom or over the phone right now, it, it's like so disheartening because you're like, I'll just slam my laptop lid. <laughs> what you, yeah, what do you do? What's your like dramatic thing? I can't. Like an aggressive it's, poke of the end button. <laughs> I'm like, at least if it was at work, I could have, you know, kind of slammed those studio doors. They're heavy. I could right. add a little bit of oomph to that as a lady. <laughs> sure. But yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I was just at home and I, it was on a Monday evening. So I was like, why did I even go to oh work Oh my gosh, today? I like, got let go on a Monday too. What is it with Mondays? Like you ruined my whole week. You couldn't I, have wait, done it on a Friday. I got I let go on a Monday to once too. Is this, like, this is a, Mondays must be the thing. I heard, I thought it was Fridays. They're like, yeah, they have the weekend to kind of calm it down. Yeah, but then I could have yeah. ripped it up on Sunday, yeah. like brunch. I would have brunched so hard so on, right. go on a Friday. Bottomless, I would have been like, I, I came in here will crazy. find that bottom right. of nope. those mimosas. I, I was will. a good girl and I went to bed at like 8 p.m. just to get fired the next day. Why was I so responsible? <laughs> so like, I wish, though, in presence of mind, like if you do get let go over Zoom or something, as soon as they say, you just go. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hello? Oh, oh, God. Oh, we lost connection. <laughs> do so I have to I say it again? Get, oh, I, 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 hey. so when, I what? didn't get that. I'll you're just on, see you tomorrow. I'll just see you tomorrow. You're on mute. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're on mute. I can't hear you. <laughs> I'll just talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> I think my internet's out. Something's wrong. I'll oh, bring donuts. God. It's good. <laughs> you're chopping. I lost audio. You're just, I lost audio. I don't know. I think you're mute. Oh, That's hilarious. Why did I do that? That's, in the moment, you're just like, uh, yeah. Oh, that would be so God, phenomenal. If we could go, like if you had the, uh, the Adam Sandler's remote control uh, in that, in what is it, click? You click, just go back. Click. Oh, Go man, back. that'd be great. And I'd only use it for stuff like that. I'd never use it for anything important. It'd just of be going not. back just to be like, eh, prank uh, people. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, Why don't you just like save the world? I'm like, I just didn't think about it. No. Honestly, I forgot. Yeah, so what I love about the cool thing that, that you're doing though is it's such an artistic transition too, right? Like the the idea is for people who kind of felt like a square peg in a round hole, and that happens a lot, especially on ensemble shows, right? Like in any format that you're in, trying to find the navigation of where does my sense of humor fit in. I know, you know, for me growing up on a farm, listening to hip hop. You know, country radio, I like telling stories. Country radio loves stories. Fun, you know, how do I make myself my best me in that space? And I know that can be so just insane. I feel like, yeah, every day we had to uh, sprinkle too much spice on our personalities to make everything more dramatic and crazy. Yeah. And, and you've got to... 
you know, mold into the and country radio, like you said, is totally different. And you've got yeah. to transition into that uh, with podcasting. Yeah, you're getting rid of all of those radio boundaries and you get to experiment. And I feel like a lot of the things I've experienced in radio over the last 12 years is um, you should get to experiment more. You should get to have more fun with your stories and your sound and what you guys do for events and everything. But I feel like some places uh, are like, this is what works. Right. And we will do this well, forever until the I end think, of time. Mm-hmm. And I I'm like, we got to roll with the punches a little bit. When Things you get into a corporate world and you're doing art, I mean, because then essentially that's kind of what we're doing in audio form. The corporate world wants to put rules on art. They Creativity, art, they want rules, 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 mm-hmm. rules. And in a podcast form, you don't have rules. You can just There's throw no them all rules. out yeah. and, and, and really expand creativity. Well, it's, so, like, it's like goes from packaging segments or bits or ideas that are easy for somebody to understand and comprehend into packaging the people, right? Like what we do on the Moot, Kimmy, and Otis like radio show in terms of tight in and out segments, clocks, got to do this, we got to do that, um, is totally different than what we do in the podcast after the show where, man, we'll expand on something that for 15 minutes that tangents off into a million different things because that's what's right. fun and that's where you find out where people who really come and enjoy who you are really find out like the little quirks and the, the little things. Yeah, the yeah. nuances because that mm-hmm. those are what people take away even on radio. Like the one randomly weird thing that you said. <laughs> yes. Either someone, someone hits you up on Twitter like, uh, you know, like, Brian, you'd heckle yourself when you're like intimate with your wife. I'm like, yes, I do. That's right. <laughs> like I think about something and then I start overthinking it and then I'm like, oh, you're going to sound like an idiot if you say that. Wait, I, I so we're a, back on this? Because yeah. I have so yeah. many questions. We chase, so first of all, I do too. <laughs> what's the thing you think about when you're trying not to? What? Oh. What? Oh, oh I don't. I mean, I gave up on that a long time ago. I saw this question on TikTok, and I'm like, yeah. baseball, I guess. Well, baseball. you know, oh, oh when you're trying not. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Got it. yeah. For a dude, it's like I've heard tell baseball's a good one. <laughs> uh, Why is baseball game? a good one? I don't know. It's a slow game. Uh, <laughs> yes, I usually, so. I just try to go. Um, I have a little parched in here. Should we take a break? <laughs> Go out, take a break. Just go out. <laughs> a just a little one. Just maybe a little one. Look, I, dehydration is a real killer. It's it bad is. for your skin. You gotta stay hydrated. Right, gotta this stay is, hydrated. This is not a plate you guys have to worry about. I mean, you could take one from the woman's book and just think of England. That's what we've always been told for generations. Think of Wait, England. really? When you're just supposed to handle Why? Because it with your husband. Because it's such a bored, yeah. prude England country? is sexy. So England, right. wait, hold on. England, down down you have fish and chips. Come on now. England gets you there or it stops you from going? No, it stops. No, you're supposed, it just gets women through the moment because it's boring. Wow. You've never heard Whoa. that? No, you that does not work for me. No, I, I think of like an either. English accent. I think of like a lot of no actors. <laughs> yeah, Accents. and I'm like, okay, yep. I'm right there. Those big furry their hats. food is yeah. terrible. Their food is not great. No, I guess you're right. Well, England, in England, <laughs> their food sexy. is every other country Everyone that they've conquered food. through the years and yep. taken over and taken their food. They'll be like, oh, in England, we're known for Indian food. I'm like, yeah, I think India Are would like know? a word on that one. I think, wow. I, I'm not sure if they're huge fans of that whole thing, so maybe you should find your own thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Now it's definitely not sexy. Colonization is not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's not sexy? Yeah, taking over other cultures. Not cool. Not, no. All those things in your you scream out Brexit in the middle. <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> do not do that. That's my, that's my safe word. Brexit. Oh, God. <laughs> I started. <laughs> I'll tell you what would end it real quick with Jessica and I is I started bringing up like topics on Wolf Blitzer, like the situation. Oh, no. I hate you when you watch the Listen, news. Since we're, <laughs> since we're here, and I know Davi, I saw, I love watching your Instagram. Thank I saw you. you do a video about the sex rooms. 
Yes. Because oh, the show. Well, I don't know if you were, you know, doing that because of the Netflix show or not. But that's what we talked about on a previous podcast was that Netflix show, How to Build. So I think I had come to visit Brian at iHeart the day that you guys talked about that. So he was like, "Have you seen this show?" And I'm like, "Not yet, but it's going in my queue. Like I'm already yeah. putting it in there on my phone." And then somehow our conversation got to. Yes, we want a bookcase that rolls away, but then there's just a dusty sex room on the other side, like nothing. So my question for TikTok was, if you had to pick a book to open your naughty sex dungeon, what book would you choose? And we thought it was really telling that... Our choices, because it's like you either want people to find it or you don't. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> either you want to be like, oh, I'm sorry, you sold a pun in my sex room. And it's funny, only one book doesn't open it. Look at that, whoopsies. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, or it's like the one book no one ever reads. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm at all my friends' houses just throwing books off the shelves, and they're like, to what are you doing? I'm like, open. I'm going to find it. You're over, I'm over at Brian's with my kids. I'm like, oh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. That's oh, me. Brian. That'd be Hop on Pop. He said sure. Hop on Pop. <laughs> I said the very hungry caterpillar. I was like, why are we picking the very hungry? <laughs> but I, I also said that, uh, and I, this, I believe this, uh, someday with kids, it's like, I want to put in a dungeon that is not even used. Yep. Like, there's no way. Like, I tried to pitch that Jessica. She'd be like, that's insane. That's dirty and gross. There's no ventilation. I'm not going in. There's probably spiders in there. It's yeah. dusty. She'd have all these problems with it um, mm-hmm. from a health and safety standpoint. <laughs> They're all not valid. doing it, right? <laughs> I just want to have the room so that when my kids stumble across it as teenagers, like, it's they've awkward. got a world of, like, just <laughs> You want to send them to therapy? Yes. Like, are you going to pay for it? Because- no. You don't get therapy when you're a child. You have to you get it you from your childhood it. and then you have to make the decision on your own to go there like okay, an yeah. adult. So you just want to make sure that your kids eventually make it to therapy. That's what I'm hearing from I you. really want like an eighth grade teacher to bring it up. He's okay. Like, um, it's like, I'm going to make sure you're extra healthy. <laughs> someone was talking about something with their friends. I don't really know how to bring this up, but apparently there's a book. Oh yeah, Hop on Pop. Great. <laughs> the best. Actually, you know what? Any Dr. Seuss book really turns the bookcase. That's uh, awesome. You know, one Any fish Two fish, red fish, blue fish. Some people got creative on TikTok and Instagram, though. Somebody said the Bible, and I was like, y'all. I mean... Scarlet Letter. Come on. It's part of it. I mean, if if you're a Christian person, that's part of it. So I can see it. That's true. Yeah, but I just felt like they were being naughty. Your room goes in. It's sacrilegious. You get (laughs) out of my comments. You go in there, and it's like a very properly nicely made bed. There's no leather. There's no toys. Yeah, there's two twins. The only... Like, I love Lucy. This missionary is the only realm there in that one. You have one choice on the menu. I do love that you go into it, and it's like going back in time. There's two separate, like, tiny little beds. And they're like, oh no, this is this is where we go to actually sleep. The praying room. Um, <laughs> Kimmy, what book would um, unleash your room? I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was Harry Potter, but I don't know what that says about me exactly. Isn't there one about a chamber of secrets? Yes. Oh, that's perfect. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes, thank you. That's perfect. Mic drop. Full circle. Okay. Full yeah. circle. Wow. And yes, everybody's already read it, right? So then they're not going to really touch it. But yeah. if you're a huge fan, then you might touch it. So then it's like a 50-50 shot, It's also right? got too many pages. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would also, never pick I, up yeah. a book with that many words. <laughs> well, I also have the illustrated versions, and those are kind of cool. Oh, like a, I would want to see that. Yeah, yeah see? like an anime type? Like a no. comic book? No. 
It's oh. like a like a hardcover big one, massive one. You can buy them at Costco. You ever see those? Do you go through the book section at Costco? <laughs> oh God, no! We're, they have a book section. Did you hear our book choices? <laughs> is not on top. Yeah. I don't think we've read a book since like, like 1997. Nah. The, uh, the dyslexia really gets in the way of me and my love for books. <laughs> audio um, books, audio books. But the only thing, I, the only section I know at Costco is the snacks. Oh, yeah, it's a good is section. Is a sample section. Yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> we used to go. The only reason I guys, go to Costco. Yeah. Oh, Do you guys ever go and change outfits and just to nope. roll through? <laughs> no, I'm just honest about it. I'm like, I would you like change shirts one. to go yeah. get yeah. more sausage. <laughs> my brothers, my brother and I, my brother Patrick and I used to swap like hoodies and like hats and we'd like wear it back. Like we'd wear the hat forward once and then we'd flip it around backwards. <laughs> I'm a different so, like, man. care that. <laughs> <laughs> you walk up. Yeah, they have no. These, these, the old ladies running that for the little sausage cup. Yep. There's no way. They're so, they're like, so over it at that point in time they're just like shoving it like, take more I'll tell as you as soon as I'm out I'm done with this I'll tell you the dad swag this is what you gotta do go in with your kids and then you wait for them to like mosey on by and you're like yeah, I'm gonna need uh, like three of those. I got a, got some kids over yeah, here. Yeah, Jeez, and then I'm, they're done by the time I get back to the kids. <laughs> I brought a field trip uh, church van. Uh, or just like you could even just point at other people's kids. Yeah. They don't know. They're like, that's yeah, those are my kids right over there. I'm gonna need like three yeah. of those. You should end up like Chris Farley and Billy Madison. Who'd eat thirty sack lunches? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I ate all the samples today. That is my favorite thing of all time. So uh, and so for your podcast, another thing what what I really love too, uh, just to transition back to that real quick is that and and I think a lot of us forget this and we get so worked up with new thing new thing I'm just gonna you know ah I don't really know what I'm doing I think the being honest about learning and the vulnerability of hey audience um we're figuring this out too because we're mm-hmm. in the same position on every show especially like you know new shows um it's not trying to do too much too soon and having people along for the journey of, hey man, we're gonna screw things up. Like when we screw up a button and next thing you know, like things are firing off and it's like, hey, I hope you feel like you're better at your job today because we just screwed everything you, up in here. Are you critiquing her podcast while we do this? No, what? I'm saying I like He's the fact that she you brought it up. You mean? Like, oh yeah, so, listen, Dobby, your podcast is terrible, and we love it. Hey, what I love about it is you ask the audience, "Forgive me for being bad." Oh, I did, I did. I was like, "Hey, I'm figuring this out, uh, so have patience with me in the, in like, the beginning." Right there. Like, oh, oh, right no, I, I totally get it because well, I, so I am that she's person. Push buttons in here for us, dude. <laughs> I felt like it was a good idea on episode one to be like, "Hey, guys, be nice to me." <laughs> like, I'm really sensitive right now. <laughs> And you're doing you, it. You are very like free and open in, in all your social content and stuff. And that's, I think, the reason people are so endeared to you, I think, for me anyway. Thank you. I appreciate that. Go catch yeah. these hands on Twitter. I can, <laughs> I, can, I can speak my, I can speak from a person who doesn't know you that well. So I'm learning as I watch your stuff. And, okay. and so that's kind of where I come from. Like I'm enjoying that part of you. Yeah. And I'm, getting, no. I'm having fun getting to know you guys and watching what you guys are doing over here I at 949 The Bolt. I appreciate you noticing that I'm asking for patience from everybody. So if anybody's checking out Dobby the Scapegoat on well, Apple Podcasts or Spotify today, be nice. Well, the thing about it, is the patience <laughs> part is it, it is funny and good, but I think the patience part is more for us to allow ourselves to 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 uh, not be so critical of the things that we're doing. Because mm-hmm. I think the audience is always like, oh, we underestimate how how good we are at being entertaining. And we're like, oh, man, was that even good? Oh, that stinks. And I think we're more critical. So sometimes it helps when you're like, hey, I'm just learning how to you know, navigate this space. It's more of a reminder for ourselves to like loosen the hell up. Yeah, uh, so give yourself some grace. And everybody a, else will too. Here's a question for you guys, because we all kind of do this. And you guys are stand-up. 
comedians as well. Do you go back and watch your content or listen to your podcast again? No. Or do you just let it be? It's I've there. never done that. Um, yeah, I don't listen again. I did this time. <laughs> yeah. I did this did time a number of times. I well, yeah. you to navigate some legal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> legal <laughs> <speak>. <laughs> did it, did, hey, did I go too far right there? Maybe I'll delete <laughs> that, that. Was that too much? That piece right um, there. Yep. I, look, I have, I hate it, but I'll listen to the show sometimes and then just... The, the problem is sometimes I listen to it and then I'm like, this is really good. And I'm like, Jess, come here. And she's like, I don't want to listen to your dumb show. Like your show. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. She's like, I heard, it's just, I hate listening it to you, listening it to it in front of you. Like while you're listening. Yeah. Because yeah. then I'm like, wait for this part. Anyway. <laughs> Brit, yeah. Brit says I'll I've mime it with story. my mouth. Yeah. I'll show her that. and then I'll talk, I'll like mime the whole break with oh, my really? mouth. Oh, really? You do yeah. do that. Sorry. <laughs> but you've already edited it and everything. So it's like, you yeah, know where know it's where going. I know where it's going. I know okay. what it is. And I want her to laugh. Oh, I'm my like, favorite here, like, here part, part. is when part. he mimes it, but then it's something different. Like last week, he swore to me he didn't say something. I'm like, I swear to God, you did. And so then he's like, let's go back to the tape. And then he's miming it. And then he mouths the wrong word because he said what I said. He said. Oh, That's always happens. funny, too. Love, love that. Don't have a great memory. You like, smoke congrats weed. on the win, though. <laughs> right? I love it. I'm like, oh, that's on tape. That's great. Yeah, but you guys are teaching everybody really awesome things like how to get extra snacks at Sam's Club That's and Costco. Right. Yeah, you get it. By flipping go your hat lunch. backwards. Yeah. yeah, it's very sophisticated. I would always wait for shift change. Like, my parents <laughs> <laughs> my parents would be at Costco and Sam's Club for so long oh, that I'd just funny. be, like, hiding in the shadows They're waiting. Even better, they know when the shift change happens. Yeah. They're like, all right, look, it's 11, 11.55. Get in there now. They got another shift coming on at 12, so make a quick lap. Get in there. <laughs> See you, Gladys. And don't, just wait. Make sure that a lot of them look exactly the same. Make sure they've done a little rotation. One moved from the little Eggo waffle cups yep. to the beans. I'm make going back for those chocolate nuts again. <laughs> They'll never chocolate know. <laughs> They'll never suspect I'll be back for the nuts twice. That's oh, ridiculous. Damn it, Doris has got a microwave more. Oh. Uh, that's the worst. Oh, and you go and wait there like a fatty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like now that it was, Makes you feel like a little bit worse about yourself when you walk up and you're like, oh, you guys, oh, you're doing another thing of it's teriyaki. Right, okay. Oh, teriyaki chicken. All right, cool. Cool. No, I'll just, just, was oh, it four? How four, long? Four I remember telling them, like, why don't you start heating them up when you only got five <laughs> left? <laughs> you yeah. know I'm coming back. Plan Let's for it, Doris. <laughs> Come on. Don't you want to work your way up the ladder yet? What's wrong with you? Don't you want to get to the icy drinks? Be Come proactive. on. You're over, you're over near the fitness and health section. You can be giving out some healthy little drinks. One now star. you're over here working the microwave. <laughs> so I wonder if you can Yelp review those women. Oh my God. What <laughs> and men. Those yeah. women and men. We're just going to make a Costco app. App where yeah. you just get to review the food and the people. One star I for Doris. promise you on Yelp somewhere, there is a Costco review of oh, someone just blow torching <laughs> some poor person at the sample the desk. Samples. Just. I had to wait three oh, minutes. Come oh, come on. Absolutely. Look, I looked at my cup and there was like half the stuff in it. I'm a very That's important so man. She yeah. made me wait three minutes. Very important. I was buying bulk bulk sausage links for a barbecue. I'm sitting over here trying to try this barbecue sausage. <laughs> Yeah, Hurry like, up! You know that waitress that brings you bread before you ask for more? Be that waitress yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The red that's the that's red true. robin fry waitress. You ever eaten that red robin? Oh yeah. Free steak fries. Mm. The 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 waitress or the waiter that comes up to take your order 
with a tray of steak fries. Like you're they, getting a good tip. Because they know yes. one of you is going to order something with a side of steak fries, and they know it's unlimited steak fries, or at least it was. Yes. I'm sure there's supply chain issues oh. for potatoes now, yep. so they probably can't do it anymore. But that... Oh, they were the they were veterans, and they knew exactly how to get into my seventeen year old wallet. Yeah. I oh. never actually saw them do it. it Velcro, was... <laughs> like a ninja situation. Yeah, my body glove Velcro <laughs> wallet That's that I got at Ron, yeah. Ron and John's surf shop in Laguna Beach. Thought I was so cool. You're right. It's like oh, if you're on a date, oh, I'll get it. When you want to tell everyone you're broke. <laughs> like, within earshot. Just doing it really, you know, you can get Velcro off. Like, no. the doodles. <laughs> Yo, if I'm in Texas Roadhouse, I will tell the waiter immediately, like, listen, you're going to need to bring more of those rolls, like, right now. Mm-hmm. I know you just set those down. I need all those I rolls. Need more rolls. Red lobster. I want two baskets right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the start with it. I'm so yeah. glad they're they still of- give baskets. I went to, like, a fancy Atlanta place the other day, and I was like, order the rolls. And they're like, okay, well, it's one. And I'm like, what? what? How? No. It's yeah, just I was gonna say- a roll by itself on a plate. I was like, doesn't he look lonely? Like, you have <laughs> one friend. Who eats just one roll? <laughs> kind of- supposed to nibble off this like a bunch yeah. of pigeons? Yeah. No. What kind of psychopath eats one roll and is good? <laughs> Jess said that to me the other day about breadsticks because she was making breadsticks and she's like, "Hey, do you want a breadstick?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll take a breadstick." She goes, "Like more, like two, seven, three? And I go, "No, one." And she goes, "Who gets one breadstick?" <laughs> like, you want me to just make one breadstick? I'm gonna make some breadsticks. You just want one, so you just want one on the side. Of- Look, if I make three breadsticks, I'm eating two. You're not getting another breadstick, Brian. <laughs> she's being real. She's being real with you. I feel like I could eat as much bread as I wanted to as a kid, and then I saw some movie, and it's like, you know, bread is not good for not you. Not good. Yeah, <laughs> I think carbs. it was Scott Pilgrim, and I was like, what? Like, yeah. at the same time. I'm here for all the carbs. <laughs> when did that happen? And then and then the diet was, uh, I remember I had an uncle who was like, oh, I just live off bacon, and I lost like 45 pounds. I'm like, yeah, I feel like you're that's going to catch up with you, dude. Like, there's no way you can, I love bacon, but there's no way you can just live off bacon. Bacon, bacon forever and then he had a heart attack and he's like I think everyone yes. was right about that whole bacon diet <laughs> Living, I don't know why it took a heart attack I don't know why I just didn't use logic that I'm just I'm draining right. fat off a frying pan yeah. every morning thinking that this is not going to catch up I, I look at like comedians like Ron White like sipping and smoking oh, yeah. a big old cigar every night and then you know he's eating a diet of bacon like he's fine <laughs> how is he doing it yeah I don't, it's almost like if you go you better go full throttle on it so it's like you're pickling your body from the inside <laughs> Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm just thinking of all of the people who live to be, you know, like 117. They always ask them what their secret is, and they're always enjoying their life. Mm-hmm. They've never, like, I'm only eating kale for every meal. No. No. They've they're never like, sex rooms and whiskey! <laughs> Do you like the Chamber of Secrets? I had one! <laughs> all right, Dobby, before uh, we get you out of here, uh, we, we used to do a, a segment on a radio show we were on together called The Farm Off. Yep. And... Uh, Davi's from West Virginia, and I, I'm from Woodbeyond, Washington. It's rural, and I grew up on like a pig and horse farm. But like West Virginia farm off, hard to beat. West Virginia, <laughs> you got a whole song. Mama. I yeah. know, John Denver, man. So Davi, where did you grow up in West Virginia? And then I see you got your farm off. T- just start firing <laughs> off farm offs because this is one All of my right. favorite segments I to found do. A lot because they're them. insane. They're I, insane. You know, we haven't done this since 2017, and it was a tie. What? It a was bananas. It's I, never like, been done before. I caught, I caught a lucky break, and I've had to pull out the big guns. Yeah, okay. so uh, I might save my big gun for the, <laughs> for the end oh, so we geez. can have the same big guns again. Okay. Um, but yeah, I grew up in uh, Calhoun County, West Virginia, and out in the middle of the woods, and there was literally like a moat around our house. Like We had to cross yeah. a river to <gasps> get so to cool. our house, oh, which is awesome. cool, but we also really dangerous. You had a pond? Pond, yeah, yeah. Four, four acres and a pond. That, yeah. 
We had a uh, we, we had called a drive it a, through it. Yeah, we had a call it a pond that we had, but it was only like three feet deep. So I was like, it's kind of a big ass mud puddle. <laughs> so I told uh, Brian, like, we first got like 30 chickens, and uh, we kept thinking that coyotes or bobcats were ripping the feathers out of the lady chickens' backs oh, and goodness. leaving them there so they would be dead. And we'd be like, what happened? But they're not dragging them off and eating them. What kind of animal would just give them a reverse shave and leave? <laughs> right. And like just a reverse do it mohawk. For the torture? You know? yeah. yeah. And it was uh, actually somebody was like, you have too many roosters in there. You're only supposed to have like one rooster oh, per 30 they're fighting hens. Over the- they were getting loved to death. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. We're yeah. on the radio, so I'm not going to say what they're gotcha. actually. Yeah, but that can happen. So somebody told us about that, and yeah. I was like, that's how we killed a bunch of our chickens by yeah, accident. Uh, that was news to me because I was like, damn, that's I what happened? That. Wow, that's country. Gotta, that's <laughs> not country. how you do it, man. They were so wow. exhausted. <laughs> I mean, how do you beat that on a farm? She's already, she just started, right? Well, I, th- yeah. I think one of them was that uh, in seventh grade before school, I had to help my dad artificially inseminate a pig, and that's a weird <laughs> morning. <laughs> God. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a weird oh. morning when you go, because you don't even, in seventh grade, you're not, like, you don't know what's, what you're helping out doing. I just know we were chasing her around the pen because she was a 600-pound sow, <laughs> and she was, like, not about that life at that point in time. And so you go into school, like, what did you do this morning, Brian? I'm like, well, <laughs> well, we had this thing look like a pixie stick, and oh. we were running around <laughs> a pen chasing after a pig. And she's like, never mind. I'm sorry I asked that question. Um, uh, can you please open your social studies book to <laughs> history? You're like, well, I have questions about health. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what were the hell were we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I have questions. Um, so I got a, as a gift for my eighth birthday, I got a machete for safety. Oh, yes. Um, I got, yeah, I've had a I birthday asked, present machete. I asked to be a Power Ranger, but those birthday candles did nothing. <laughs> I got a machete. For safety. For safety. That's the best. For it's safety. not even for like going through the woods. and. Do you still and have doing- that? No. Oh, it got all rusty. Like, I left it. I was not, I didn't take care of my machete. <laughs> but I was a child that shouldn't have had one. So it got a little rusty. Happy birthday. Here's a sword. <laughs> uh, full sword. For Mother's Day when you got my mom a chainsaw, and uh, she got mad because it wasn't big enough. <laughs> yeah, like, Ryan, what am I supposed to cut down with this? Bushes? We're like, yeah, mom. If you, she's like, I want a 26. Like, she wanted like a, the, like the cut, big like a 26 one. inch steel chainsaw for cutting down trees. And we're like, why? And she goes, you see all these trees? And we're like, yeah, they've been there forever. She was going to get out there and sh- of them. cut them down? <laughs> yeah. By she, started, she started cutting trees down. Your mom is wow. such a badass. And then yeah, once, we, badass. once we came home and we're like, uh, she said something about the chainsaw. And then she goes, oh, rats. It's stuck in a tree. She had like climbed up on a ladder and was trying to cut this tree down. And the tree was so big, it like pinched the chainsaw blade. And so we had a chainsaw like stuck up like 18 feet in a tree mm-hmm. that eventually we just had to take the engine off and the blade just stayed in the tree. <laughs> and now it's probably, I don't know, 40 feet off the ground. Like yeah. just a blade sticking out of the tree. Like the tree's got a war wound. I thought well, I yeah, could. Because I thought that I... stuff's like, you know, you. I've watched lots of stuff on um, uh, Disney Plus. No, oh. Disney Plus. <laughs> okay. It was some uh, Alaskan thingy where they're living out in the wild. You know, trees are very um, unpredictable, even if you try to do, like, the little angle thing and stuff. So sometimes that happens, and it falls the wrong way, and you lose a blade. It's Who okay. Knew? <laughs> I love you, you said that. Thank you, Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. You know, trees are unpredictable. They're wily suckers. They sometimes, are. Sometimes you lose a blade. It's they're all talking, fault. too. Yeah. In the roots. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> My mom said it wasn't her fault either, but she she said it in a different way. She's like, that's a stupid tree. Listen, th- it is a stupid <laughs> tree, and it wasn't a big enough a chainsaw. Tree. I thought I could hang with y'all on yeah, this, but you lost me at pig chainsaw. insemination. Uh, I have chucked pumpkins for uh, sport 
Ooh, that's that's exciting. Exciting. Morton, Illinois, they chuck pumpkins across the uh, the fields, the cornfields there. Pumpkins, it's pumpkins, Otis. It's pumpkins. It's P-U-M-P. When you say pumpkin, I figure it's got a mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> like it's got, like you, you like throw some rings in its ears and its yeah. nose. Legit. So Studs David Letterman <laughs> had one of the world champion pumpkin chuckers. On his show one day, just to make you call fun it of our small choker, chuck, chucker. So oh, are you, do you mean you throw them? Um, nope, it's a big old machine. Oh, and it, it cocks back and it shoots the pumpkin like a catapult. They had to start. Uh, yeah, it got so good they had to start putting neon like colors on it so that you could actually see it once it was gone. Wow, <laughs> so it's like a potato cannon then. Yeah, but massive, and you shoot pumpkins out of it. And David Letterman was going to shoot a pumpkin <laughs> from New York to New Jersey. Across Ooh. the water or whatever it was. That's fine. Did it work? Uh, it worked, but again, it was dark because it's David Letterman, and nobody could see the pumpkin after it was gone. So it was like he goes, "Okay, ah, all right." <laughs> and- uh, he he leans back to his producer on like on the show, and he's like, "How much do we pay for these people?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ha! He All made right. fun of our little town. Okay, we were like so in. proud. We're like we're on David Letterman. Letterman made fun of us. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, that's not okay. And that was like a festival that happens every yeah, year. They still festival. do that. I that's was, awesome. Uh, Mr. Morton, nineteen ninety-eight. Oh, what did that do? Pumpkin what did that yeah. What does yeah. that entail? Mm-hmm. Did you have to pose you, with pumpkin? You get a crown. <laughs> I got a sash. Nice. <laughs> I, don't think I got a crown. <laughs> Wait, it's Mr. Morton. You was guys. it just for dudes, or did, or was it traditionally a lady pageant, and you went in there and was like, equal did, rights? I'm <laughs> doing it. <laughs> like you were super progressive in '98. And I won it. Yeah. You're like, I'm sick of all these broads getting the shine. At the pumpkin launching festival, you can't be sexist. Uh, be Mr. Morton. It was a here. spinoff of the girls' pageant because yeah. they thought it would be funny for the high school guys to, you know, see. It is. You funny. were ahead of your time. Do like the swimsuits. You the know what, guys? You may laugh at me now <laughs> for my sash, well, but you'll... in 2022, I'll be a visionary. You'll find you'll find it humorous that nobody took it serious but me. <laughs> Oh, that's, oh, I find that I, absolutely on wait, par. For the I, I'm not surprised. Everybody's at all. talent was like something stupid. Like somebody would come up and play a flute that couldn't play a flute. Did and then, you there was a talent. Yes. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. You knew footage? it. I believe there's footage. Oh my uh, God, yeah, that's great. I had like khakis on and a weird button up. Yeah, I did where not. Is that? I didn't look the part. I had a band and I sang Jars of Clay. Oh, no, Jars of Clay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait, lift me up. Is that it? Uh, what was it? Love song, song for a Savior. Okay. Yeah. All right, can you do a little ditty of it? God, I'm trying, I was trying to think of the song. That you... is amazing. <clears throat> I'll think of it. I don't. I can't oh, come on, you sing all out. the time. Don't act like you don't know the lyrics. What's the name? I want to fall in love with you. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. That's pretty. It's a great song. Yeah. Otis breaks Thanks. into song a lot. Don't encourage that. That's why you have to like, no. yeah, hold, like, hold on. I mean, I just can't remember it so long ago. I wish I again. I remember. Like, don't make me sing. Pulls oh, a geez, microphone there was out a to- There was a toga section as well. Uh, instead of the swimsuit, we did togas. Stop it. And I had a uh, Lion King sheets. I did a Lion King toga. I just remember. Yeah, you did mm. take it serious. If they <laughs> kept the real equality, you should have had to wear a bikini. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet all the other dudes shared one toga, and they just kept passing oh. it back. <laughs> Because they were like, we don't even have them. And Otis comes out. He's like, nope, this one's mine. Did your mom make you a toga? I got a bar. I was kind of swole back then. I looked good in my toga. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I was high school football. I was. I was in shape. And yeah. you were singing Jersey Clay. <laughs> That's right. In the talent portion <laughs> of the pumpkin uh, festival. I mean, I love all the local festivals. One that West Virginia is very famous for, and the, and it's big news from my homeland, you guys, because mm-hmm. it's been on hiatus for two years because of that damn pandemic. Oh. But <laughs> damn, damn it! I'm more so like. excited. Our favorite shindig. <laughs> 
that the hillbillies affectionately call the roadkill cook-off. No! AKA known as the annual Autumn Harvest Festival is back this year, you guys. Uh, It's going to be back this fall, and it is the only place where America, the law can't get us when we're cooking our roadkill. I like that E. coli and other terrible diseases, dysentery, that didn't matter. It was... Well, we don't want to get COVID. It was COVID that shut them down for two right. years. And now they're, yeah, they're going to cook up a possum again. We're going to have a new pandemic called possum pox or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. This is where it started. My God. Wait, it is really? September 23rd and 24th. We need to take a road trip. <laughs> I'm you know we you come with us. We'll do a team road trip I'm to so West down. Virginia for the roadkill festival. We need to go down to Dublin, Georgia. They got the uh, redneck games down there. What's what happened? It's like there? mud pits and Ooh. everything redneck you can think of, and they they like race lawnmowers and. You want to know why Otis knows this because you've secretly been training for it yeah, yeah, for like probably. months. No, Wait, I really? dated, no, dated I dated a girl. <laughs> probably does. It's time you you dust off your pageant shoes, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> Give a little heel click. I got way too many teeth for the, that pageant. <laughs> you lose that one so fast. <laughs> Dude, I think we should take a we should take a road trip. A show road trip, do a special episode, and then do shoot an entire uh, West Virginia road. I'm in roadkill yeah. festival, and then we could do like a live from the you hospital. Have to, Kimmy, you- <laughs> a live from the dysentery ward. So yeah, <laughs> you I have mean, to I have try health it. insurance now, and it's pretty good, so I'm totally down to do this. You have to try the stuff though. If we do it, okay. Well, you can't that's be like, I'm oh my ask. god, no, that is. A I possum. ate the squirrel in the Ziploc bag, didn't yeah. I? Otis? But you haven't eaten a possum off the. Well, that's what I'm asking. So, the, Davi, we had just have to be hit by a car. To I'm, count. I mean, that's the idea. People, yeah, people sneak some regular animal in there, but the idea is that you were like, "This is where I got it at the corner yeah. of this street and this street." Like it's bragging rights it's to hunting. bring okay. it in. It's called like hunting. you had to have scraped <laughs> it off. Car, sure. Yeah, you had to have scraped it off the rumble strips on yeah. the side of the interstate. I yeah. just want to make sure that it's actually roadkill. Yeah, and like when you get like a briny oyster and there's some shell in it or something, and you're like, "Well, mm. like that's what you want in your roadkill is like there's some asphalt in this." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Guys, I found a blinker. <laughs> Well, that person had a, a na- oh. nail in their tire. That was great. Uh, so actually, Davi, real quick, uh, we did eat squirrel jerky yesterday. Elaine from Ackworth heard that we'd never had squirrel before, Kimmy and myself. And so he brought down squirrel jerky that he made, that he hunted the squirrel. And he came down and he came over with a little baggie full of, jer- we didn't know what it was, and just started knocking against the glass here at the <laughs> studio behind up. Kimmy, holding a baggie up. And I was like, whoa, Otis, like this is an aggressive way to get... <laughs> So they both looked at me like I ordered weed. Yeah. yeah. That's what they looked at me like. Who's I was the guy with the bag? I was like, yo, it's like eight o'clock, man. There's people like in the sales part of the Right. There's, so like, there's people who'll see you. Listen, you I'm be not, more discreet. Man. Dealer comes by at six, bro. Six o'clock hour. Wow, that's a bright and early Detroit dealer. Unusual. <laughs> he's up and at him, man. Yeah. Or he's still this at him. This guy him. goes to bed at nine thirty. Yeah. Uh I, I don't think that my hometown can beat the Roadkill Festival in anything other no, than name. Davi wins the, the na- whole thing. The name of the thing that we have is the Clam Jam. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds Somebody obscene. should talk to it's them about It's 100% for the shirts, but the Clam <laughs> right. Jam, and it's because Whidbey Island, with all the Tide Flats, it's very, like, it's a clamming, mussels, it's very uh, clammy. oysters. It's a clammy <laughs> spot, and so the Clam Jam every year. And those shirts, I haven't seen one in a long time. I need to try to track one down on, like, the internet somewhere. Um, but the Clam jam shirts now are very tame. But the ones in like the 90s, if I went back and looked at the old clam jam shirts, there's no way they aren't like disgustingly innuendo laden that I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. The fun times. Vintage clam jam shirt. Yeah. And we'd be wearing them around. 
clam jam shirts like as kids and wearing them around and just adults thinking it's the funniest thing ever. We'll call it BCC, before cancel culture. The yeah. fun Aww, times. Yeah. You, can't, you can't jam clams like we used to jam clams back <laughs> in the 90s. Before Twitter. Twitter ruined the clam jam. Uh, Your mom a- doesn't have any old vintage shirts? Clam jam shirts? Yeah. <laughs> Sure, my mom has some clam jams. I, I need want, one. I want one. My mom is so. Davi and I, I need don't care one. what size. I'll make it. Yes. My, my mom is so brutal at when it comes to uh, clamming that she would bring my cousin Kevin, who is half Native American, not even the tribe that has fishing rights in the area we live, because mm-hmm. he's from like you know his the Nez Perce tribe is Idaho and Montana. She go. She would go like, no one's gonna notice. Like Brian. <laughs> The fish and game department, if he's native, it's, it doesn't matter. They're not going to know. <laughs> and they have no limit. She would make my cousin, Kevin, sit on the beach while she dug like six buckets of clams because her limit was 40 clams. Mm-hmm. And that was not enough for my mom as a <laughs> super clammer. So super <laughs> so she'd make him sit there and she'd dig like six buckets and we'd all be sitting on the beach like, are we done? Like, come on. She's like, not enough yet for the clam jam. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just feel awkward. Talking about your mom's clam. It's just clams. The only person got, who made it awkward was feel. you, Otis. Bobby <laughs> and I feeling. just want a clam jam shirt. Yeah. You're the one who said mm-hmm. we're talking about Brian's mom's clam. How'd your mom's clam taste? <laughs> wow. No. no, I'm That's talking about the. You gotta say clams in the Bake Off, dude. It's in the, plural in the Bake Off. Plural, plural no. takes it, way, makes it way less creepy. You leave the family out. Oh, yeah, knock it off. Don't even. Let's not even get to the gooey duck jam. Okay. No, talk about Those his mom things that are way. weird. The gooey ducks. Yes. I'm yeah. scared of them. They're giant clams. Like a sinkhole. Oh, right, like right. what is happening yeah, there? And the uh, the clam is like, uh, well, it's like it's big. And it comes out of the, of the yeah, surface, and you can pinch the top of them and they they shoot them. water. Yeah, there's ladies on TikTok that like fully slap them and like bite yeah. into them while they're still alive, and it just is yeah. it's startling. I love I the progression like of our podcast. It was like <laughs> it starts kind. We were so then we go way. I think it came come back. I think we it came went, back, and then we go way back down. It really went full. It went full circle. To be honest, we talked about uh, <laughs> heckling in the sheets. Then yep. we sex transitioned rooms. into sex rooms, and now we're talking about slapping around gooey ducks. <laughs> clam jams. <laughs> gooey ducks. <laughs> gooey ducks and clam jams. Davi Crimmins, uh, you got to check out our podcast now. It is uh, Davi the Scapegoat. It is flying up the charts. It's super, super funny. Davi, thank you so much. I I know he's been on the podcast. If you ever, like, last minute need somebody, like, just give us a ring. Because oh obviously. We, you won't, we won't be the first He thought. just invited himself just on saying. your podcast. Yeah, I love that. I was going to ask if I could have saying. his audio to play. I'm just saying, like, I know it won't be first ask, but feel free to, you know, call me. Feel free to invite him whenever you want I absolutely, to. No, you guys are absolutely invited. That goes without saying, and I'm it was so saying, great I could to get to hang with you today. Awesome. You ever want to talk about pageants? <laughs> feel like I'm the only one in here who knows about winning um, a bunch I know of losers. I on guitar. I can If you need beauty on the show, yeah. is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's Dobby the Scapegoat. Get it on uh, everywhere you get podcasts right now, and make sure you get in early so you're on the entire voyage. Give her five stars. Also, give us five stars. I'm going to listen please. to your podcast, too. Thank <laughs> you. I haven't yet. Not but just I, the one that you're on. No, <laughs> I won't listen to that one. He wanted but, to. He wanted to go in with a f- clear, uh, clear opinion, fresh slate. Every time, mm-hmm. every time you've been around, though, like we we're, we're all like in tears, laughing. So thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, for thank that. you. That's I appreciate Wait, that. Wait for your fans though, because I saw this in your comments and I thought it was awesome. Can you say bananas one more time? <laughs> it's bananas. 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 Hard A. Hard A. Bananas. But wait, but but in. But you're gonna in, make fun of how I say pumpkins. <laughs> she she has fans. You have fans. Telling you to say I pumpkins? Have, I do not have fans. Okay. 
I'll, I'll say, say pumpkins one more yeah, time. Yeah, somebody's going to be Don't, in your comment section going, say pumpkins. Pumpkins. <laughs> Why did you do it? He was like, pumpkins. And you got all passionate. His cheeks got I'm sorry. I say it like Mama June. Bananas. <laughs> bananas. <laughs> Throwback <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, their whole thing was a lot of times in morning radio, you don't get to say goodbye. Mm. So they wanted me to be able to be on a morning show platform again to promote our new business mm-hmm. and to kind of more officially in a morning atmosphere say goodbye because it it sucks when you just have to leave and it was also just so heartwarming and amazing that in these three four months after me getting terminated from my old job while is texting people not to work with me and i have those screenshots little kremlins don't you worry other morning shows are actively defying that Mm -hmm. and And they are they're accepting me into their studios and choosing to work with me and i just i really needed that yeah at that time not everybody is in the little guy's pocket not everybody and that was really people don't give a give a damn at what he says (laughs) that was damn heartwarming and um brought all the enthusiasm and the the motivation Mm -hmm. that i needed for this project was to have people like that in my corner so shout out to moot kimmy and otis at 94.9 the bull if you Shut need a up. good morning radio program to listen to, right? Then they're your guys, right? And then afterwards, you listen to Davi the Scapegoat. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or put them both on at the same time. Hell yeah! What that? That might yeah. Put, there might be some weird satanic put, messaging. Put Davi the Scapegoat on during the music on the bull, and then tune mm-hmm. it. yeah. Just flip between the two. Yeah. Why the hell not? Maybe you'll think twice before you try.